Hello and welcome to another episode of Joe Blogs About Films. Thanking you as always for clicking on this podcast. I really appreciate all the support. Thank you again for clicking on this episode, which of course is available on Apple, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Basically, wherever you get your podcasts from, you can just stream it wherever. Do it, please. That'd be great. Obviously, you are doing it. Listen to it now. But if you can continue, thank you ever so much. Jump onto Facebook as well and search Joe Blogs, Joe Blogs About Films sorry, for the Facebook page. Give us a like and a follow on there. Make sure as well you follow on Spotify, etc. And hit the notification button so you'll never miss an episode. How about that, eh? Uh, in this episode, we are going to talk about the latest film from Nick Cage entitled The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Now... Like, listeners, you know from previous episodes I've done, I think one of the first, I think it was episode six or something, daft like that, or even episode three, I don't know. Basically, when I started this podcast, I did a revisit of Knowing, uh, a film that's awful, and uh, obviously stars Nicolas Cage, and I don't really have, like, the... It's one of those, I'm not the bit base, I'm not a big Nick Cage fan. I, I appreciate his earlier stuff, don't get me wrong, there's some gems that are in there, like Face Off, Con Air even, as, as, as silly as that is, you know, but even National Treasure, you know what, throw that in as well, it's a good laugh, you know what I mean? Uh, but I'm, I'm not really his biggest uh, his biggest fan, he's been in some absolute terrible films, um, but if you'd have told me at the start of the year that a Nicolas Cage film was going to be up there as one of my favourite films of the year, I probably would have laughed in your face, Um Maybe not that harsh. I would have laughed, though, if you'd have said that. Uh, yet here I am, sat on my podcast page, just in absolute awe of this fantastic new film that's come out. Basically, Nick Cage playing a character of himself alongside, you know, along for this journey is Pedro Pascal as well, who I absolutely adore. Uh, it's so good. Like, just off the get-go, this film is an absolute delight. Like, I'm telling you now, I have not seen a film... I've seen a comedy as well, that is, in such a long time where the entirety of the cinema was in hysterics throughout the film. It is end-to-end hilarity. Like, it is so much fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously, but it takes itself seriously enough. There's a grey area in there. There's like a middle part of that where this film fits in, you know. You've got Nicolas Cage kind of downbeat, like stuck in a, a bit of a career decline. And to see him, you know, kind of go over that and then suddenly decide, right, okay, I'm going to quit acting and I'm going to go to do, I'm going to do one last thing. I'm going to go to this birthday party for Pedro Pascal's character, uh, Javi, his birthday party for $1 million. And after that, I'm done. Um, it's just kind of fun to see Nicolas Cage just having a bit of a laugh. Like, it's not, I just, I have so much more respect for him. Like, I genuinely do. Like, I really, really have a lot more respect for him on the back of this film. Like, this is probably my favourite Nick Cage film now, I think, just because it, it not only is it him not you know having, having fun, but it's a celebration of his work, even the work that's not that good. You know, it's like, it's nice to see someone, like, just have a laugh. Like, it's not, especially actors and, and in that in that show as well, because this film also shows, like, kind of, you know, the flip side of the industry, you know, Hollywood and, and LA and this, that, and the other, the whole, you could be massive at one point and then you could be literally struggling to get a role. And that's where we find Nick Cage, you know, he's done all these roles. He's even, you even get to see Wild at Heart Nick Cage, which is just brilliant and so much fantastic cage on cage interaction. Um, you know, we do see this, this this actor that's in a bit of a slump. You know, he's got problems personal as well in his personal life, which again, it's just, it's just so funny. Like, he's, he's on and on, he's, his relationship with everyone on screen is absolutely 10 out of 10. I I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but this is genuinely one of my favourite films of the year. It is just, it's just fantastic. You know, along for the ride, it says Pedro Pascal, Tiffany Haddish as well, it was great. But also then you've got the, the, the on-screen 
ex-wife portrayed by Sharon Horgan, who again just brings such a such a nice shift and 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 a great dynamic of relationship between the two. You know, this this wife that's ex-wife, I should say, sorry, that's really fed up and really sick of just Nicolas Cage, just his antics, you know, he's always wanting the next big role, constantly but They're even joking about the fact that it's like you're always working. His, his, his agent as well is played by Neil Patrick Harris. And there's just, again, it's, this, it's almost like he's in on it, you know, in the sense that, right, everyone knows that Nick Cage is just part of this meme culture. Everyone knows that he'll just do anything. His films are pretty, they're not great now. And there are some gems in there, such as Mandy, you know, that are absolutely fantastic, like really great, sorry, I should say, from from Nick Cage. It's like a, a gem, you know, a diamond in the rough, because as I said, I'm not the biggest fan of his work. But... You know, he's, everyone just sees him as this, like, say, washed-up actor that's, that's not going to get anything. He wants the role of a lifetime, as he keeps saying. It's never going to happen. Um, and it's just great to see him essentially get the role of a lifetime. I, I, he's, I, 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 it's, it's difficult without going into too many spoilers, because I want to try and keep this as light spoiler as I possibly can. Um, so, essentially, sorry, with, with the synopsis of this film is that he does this birthday party this, this for a million pounds to appear at a birthday party for Javi, and then the CIA want Nick Cage's help to essentially stop Javi because he's, he's meant to be a drug lord uh, suspected of kidnapping, and this is what that is where the fun begins. You know this this the relationship itself between Pedro Pascal and Nicolas Cage on on um, on screen, sorry, is so infectious. It is absolutely glorious. Like they are such a great duo. This buddy feel, you know, two people that shouldn't probably be together from two different sides of the world, two different backgrounds altogether, putting them to get putting them together on screen for some absolutely brilliant and entertaining and hilarious hilarious moments there is again without going into too much bollards and i'm just going to leave it at this there is a section where they are on a acid trip and it is honestly fantastic it is so funny like i said at the start the whole cinema screen pretty much from start to finish of this film were in absolute pieces I knew it was going to be silly and I knew it was going to be fun. And if I'm being honest, I thought it'd be one of those films that it's so bad, it's good. It's not bad at all. It really is not bad. And this is what I'm so surprised of. My, I'm, I'm surprised at myself. There's probably like regular listeners or friends of mine. If you listen to this episode, you'll be thinking, Jesus Christ, you really like this film. It's up there. It is so, so up there. I remember I got out of the cinema last night with my friend. I was chatting to him. We, we were honestly all the way through. We had an absolute blast. Like we really did. Like I am so up for watching this film again really like i can't wait to watch it who would have thought i'd be saying these words anyways but basically when i got out i tried to jot down as many things as i possibly could just to at least just enjoy because this is one of the films right where i've it's been a while since this has happened where i've sat to watch a film especially like a comedy and i've just sat through it all and just taken it in like just enjoyed the moment like you know you listen if people listen to my podcast regularly you know how much i like the, the camera shots angles this that, and the other kind of all the effects or whatever that they that they use in cinema and, and such, and I really focus on that. If if the film's not great, I'm always like, well, there were some nice camera shots. Whereas this, I didn't even think of anything like that because it is such a fun film. Like it is, it's, I say, it's, a, it's it's the first time I've ever like said what just in a long time. Sorry, sat down and just enjoyed it for what it was. And this is a great laugh. And if you've not seen it, please do because you will absolutely absolutely have a blast like you know the cia element of it as well you know they're in, in nick cage's earpiece telling him instructions there's a back and forth in there or at least so many moments with that where it's it just absolutely like, even nick cage just trying to get an acting gig at the start of the film and just whipping out this ridiculous monologue which in its own right is so bloody funny i, I honestly i can't express how funny this film actually is like in, in the sense that it just doesn't stop and and the comedic timings whether that's pedro whether that's nick cage himself anyone that's involved in this film everyone 
the delivery of the line, like you say, the comedic lines are absolutely on point. And it's that's that's what you need in comedy. For that. Honestly, in, in any in any comedy or whatever, it's all about the timing, isn't it? Let's be honest. It's, if it, if if you miss time a joke, it, it's lost. I don't think any joke in here is lost. And obviously, I've not seen every single Nick Cage film. I've seen the big ones, obviously. Like I say, the, the Wild at Heart reference is pretty hard to, to not to, to go unnoticed throughout this film. It's a pretty big factor of it, Wild at Heart, Nick Cage and such. But, like, there are obviously moments in this where I probably haven't seen every film or pick up on every single reference. But it's just nice having someone like Pedro Pascal as well, this, like, super fan of Nick Cage, to embrace all of Nick Cage's work and to be just the biggest fanboy. He adores him so much that to have him here at his party then to get mixed in with this this drug kidnapping situation, it's just great. Like, the action as well, it's not... it's not it, Well, it is it's serious for the moment, but it's not serious at the same time, if you know what I mean. It's trying to explain that in that it's it's just silly fun you know that's what they're going for it's like there's action there but we're only here for like we, it's all about the joke it's all about the hilarity it's all about the the circumstance more than what you're actually what you're actually witnessing in, in terms of action set pieces anyways one of my favorite lines in this film and again like i said i'm not going into spoiler territory but they, they're trying to get to a, a their, their car basically and there's some gunfire going off and Nick Cage is wearing the wrong kind of shoes. And I can't run and get the shoes. Sorry, get the car. I'm wearing the wrong shoes. And Pedro's like, no, I've seen you run. You can do it. Like, I saw you in National Treasure. And Nick Cage is like, that was all down to some fantastic stunt work. And, he's, and Pedro Pascal's character turns around and is like, not from what I saw in the behind-the-scenes documentary. And it's just he's stuff like that. This, this huge super fan. Um, living his just living living his best life, isn't it? He's got. If you're a fan of anyone, any actor, musician, it's just it makes you think at times. Like, how would you be if you were in this kind of situation? Where you had the money or whatever. You had the chance of having your idol. How would it be if you could invite them to your birthday party and like this whole unfold? I know it's obviously this is a very very over the top exaggeration of, of a story because it's a, you know it's, it's we're talking the CIA you know bringing Nick Cage to help them take on a drug lord it, you know it's that in itself is such a silly sentence and you feel like it shouldn't work but it is absolutely top notch like it is so much fun I know I've probably sat for a good number of moments saying just how much fun this this film actually is and oh just I don't I just really without going into spoilers too much and certain plot points I, I I'm really struggling in terms of to keep myself like not going overboard with this um I'm just looking at some of the notes that I met I, I wrote down and, and pretty much covered um covered pretty much all of it it is such such a great film as I say throughout I, I I've not laughed at a film like this in such a bloody long time I needed it in fact I, it's just it's such a surprising one for me it really is like it's such a surprising surprising film for me for someone that really, like, when you go back, if you go back now after listening to this podcast and listen to my very, very harsh comments about knowing, um, yeah, this is completely polar opposite. I uh, I actually really did enjoy this film. So, Nick Cage, you've, uh, you've won me over, mate. I'm not saying I'm going to suddenly be the biggest diehard. I'm not going to be like a Javi and start, you know, asking for birthday parties for Nick Cage to show up this, that, and the other, but... Um, yeah, it's it's really like for someone to, to to do this, I think says a lot about them. Um, and I like that that Nick Cage has done this because, as I said, he's part of some ridiculous meme culture now. Um, I say ridiculous in in a nice way, like it's fun. Like the use of Nick Cage memes is always brilliant. But for someone to just be like, you know what? I'll poke some fun at myself. I'll have a laugh. I'll do this film. You know, these two characters put together that, like I said, from a completely different background, shouldn't even be together. And this whole fiasco unfolds um 
I think it's great. It's commendable. And I honestly, genuinely can't wait to watch this film again. I've, I've actually pre-ordered it today. Like I saw the pre-order was available for it and I was like, I'm going to have to get it because it is up there with like my favorite film of the year now. It's not, it isn't, it's definitely not. Well, we'll see it at the end of the year, won't we? But it is up there as one of my favorite films of the year. It's brilliant. Really, really, if you want honestly a good time and a good laugh and if you've had a really rubbish week, a tough week, this, that and the other, just go watch this film. Honest to God, you will not regret it. It is just brilliant um really really excellent i yeah as references go throughout this film there's some great ones and just watch expert from a nick cage film except it's really really good there we go i'll leave it there because as i say i don't want to go too far into spoilers but he's such a great ride out of 10 8 8 and a half i'm going for it actually i'll stick with 8 we'll go with 8 out of 10 it's really great um, I actually would have loved it for me longer. It's an hour and 40, I think, and it's very rare that sometimes I'm like, I wish it was longer, but I genuinely, yeah, I I love what this film does. It's a real roller coaster. It's so funny. Um, you know, there is there, there are real personal moments in there, and, you know, it's just a bit of silly fun. Uh, so many Easter eggs and in-jokes. You'll love it. Uh, I, I, I'll be surprised if anyone watches this and comes out and says, you know what, I, did, I thought it was terrible because it's so much fun. So yeah, without me saying the word fun any more times, I am going to leave it there. It's a solid 8 out of 10. It's very good. Go check it out. Definitely one of my favourite films of the year. Have that at you, eh? Thank you ever so much. I'm so looking forward to say, coming back with more revisits, more reviews on this podcast. As I always say, though, thank you ever so much for your constant support of the podcast. Go check out this film. It is brilliant. Until next time, though, thank you as always. Take care.